This podcast was recorded live in the Purple Room Studio. Chats are pretty damn good, actually. Yeah, I recommend the, the chats big time. Speaking of the chats, uh-huh. hello everyone. Oh. Welcome to the Stream Void Podcast, episode one hundred and twelve. Wow. Yes, it is January the fifteenth, twenty twenty-three. It is the year of our Lord. Wow, twenty twenty-three. Luffy D Monkey, though he's our Lord. Yeah, Luffy D Monkey. Yeah. Yes, we are. Well, you are. We are also, but you mainly are listening to the Stream Void podcast. Mm-hmm. This is a show about life and video games and everything in between. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you are. And I am Mikey T. And of course, across from me is Curb Stomp. Hi. We're going out of order today. That's okay. I don't know what I'm doing. That's all right. <laughs> you know, it's been mix a it up. full week. Since we recorded the keep podcast, and I've completely forgotten how to do it. That's okay. You got to keep it spicy and switch yes. it up. It's true. It's true. Oh, so I'll ask you, sir. Mm-hmm. How was your week? Week was pretty good. I feel a lot better after falling down a few times after Christmas. Ribs are pretty well all healed up. I don't like get woken up by them in the nighttime and I can breathe deeply and I can <laughs> sneeze and I can cough and I can uh, do all those sort of things. The only time I even remembered I had injured them was today I bent over to tie up my shoes and I was just like, oh yeah, my ribs are sore. <laughs> so it's pretty good. I uh, didn't work a full work week. I went home early a couple of days, but uh, on Friday I worked all day and I was doing actual lifting and everything. So by the end of the day, I was like, wow, my back is really sore today because I was obviously <laughs> like compensating for the ribs, you know, Yep. but uh, it was good. You know, I was all alone doing my thing. Quite nice. <laughs> Quite nice. Gross. Not. Come on. <laughs> I was doing work. I wasn't getting down on work, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a little too dirty over there to get down, I think. It is pretty dirty from what I've seen. Yeah, it's pretty fucking dirty. <laughs> so I was just moving boxes and. I, it's like we have like, I don't know, 10,000 shirts of like various kinds, like golf shirts and collared dress shirts and shit. Yeah. And they're all kind of just sort of willy nilly. <laughs> so if you're like, I need an extra large, you have to like look through every pile to be like, OK, this is an extra large. Oh, it's not the right shirt. So I'm going through and like condensing and sorting them all down and everything. And it's, you know, it's taking a little bit of time, but it'll be way easier once it's done. It's so stupid how they had it over there. It's like, oh, this box has size two and size eight women's shirts in it. And this one has size nine and size 12. They're just mixed in there. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Why didn't we just take care of this in the first place? (laughs) So that's kind of the way they operate over there. It's like, oh, just stack it. And then like, oh, well, we'll fix it later. It's like, fuck, why didn't we do it right the first time? Needs that true innovator in the, in the warehouse to fix it all up. Dude. It's kind of stupid how they run it over there. And there was probably like, I don't know, 30 just empty boxes. I'd open like there'd be halfway down the stack. I'd be like, okay, grab this box. Oh, there's nothing even in it. (laughs) It's just an empty box. Like they they tore open the front, pulled out all the shirts till it was empty and just ah, left it in there. (laughs) 
Oh man, so fucking stupid. Yes, so, I hate that shit. Yeah. So that's once awful. once I'm done, it's gonna be nice. But yeah, now it's a little crazy. Uh, other than that, I I worked at the store a little bit. Uh, woman was a little annoying over there this week. Yeah, not too bad, but you know, she just whatever. She wants to be like in the have her finger in everything, mm-hmm. even though she doesn't know what's going on. So she'll like start talking about all this shit and then the boss will get wind of it and he'll then she'll be like oh never mind so yeah i know <laughs> you yeah. didn't need to get involved <laughs> i already knew what was going on yeah. so but the boss is on vacation but he may as well not be on vacation because i'll be like oh it's 7 a.m out text from the boss ask me some <laughs> dumbass question i'll be like why do you need to know this now are you on vacation yeah <laughs> but it's like he's asked me shit and i just like why are you thinking about this when you're in hawaii <laughs> like Anyways, whatever. Yeah. When I go on vacation, the work phone just goes over there. And then, yeah, you know, I'm not I'll never, look at it, you know, at no. like five o'clock and be like, fine, it doesn't need me. If I'm on vacation, that's just like I'm not thinking <laughs> about work and I'm not. If someone messaged me about work, it'd be like, I'll get to you in a week's time. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't so. work out for me because I'm, you know, yeah. manager. So you're you're the big boss be, now. I so. kind of have to be on point. I don't have to do that. So anyways, uh, other than that, I don't think I really did anything too much this week did some gaming watched a couple things for the movie stream (laughs) but it was pretty lazy other than that yeah yeah just recuperating still yeah you know i know you say it's not possible to catch up on sleep but i was catching up on sleep (laughs) it's definitely not possible (laughs) (laughs) so you're always just at a negative for sleep yes you from the day you're born you're just like in the negatives yeah you can never catch up you can never catch up so why? Well, here's the thing. The amount of sleep time is that's just a made up thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. No. If you don't get enough sleep. Yeah, but enough sleep for you is yeah. not necessarily enough sleep for somebody else. Yeah, but I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. My personal sleep meter has evened out because I caught up on sleep. <laughs> it was down have here in the though? negatives. And now I'm like, have, have I yawned though? since I got here? Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. You've yawned once since you were here, but you know. That's because your conversation is so boring. It must be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't remember yawning, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> it was a small yawn that you sort of Maybe stifled. I stifled a laugh. Uh, no, no. No, it was, it was a yawn. You, you started yawning, and I was like, yeah, yeah, there, there's a little bit of a yawn, but uh, it, it was very okay, small. Okay, so I'm minute. I'm, you well, just needed an extra hit of oxygen in your lungs. I'm a little behind on the sleep. <laughs> I got like, I need an extra 30 minutes of sleep, and I'm all caught up. Yes. So, yeah, I've been doing a lot of that. Just, well, I mean, anyways, when you're not, you know, you're injured, you need your rest. Yes. To heal up. Yes. So you, I've been, you, you heal better when you're yeah, asleep. So I've been doing that a lot because yeah. I was injured. If your body's not worried about moving around and digesting food and yeah. shit, then you can sleep better and, yeah. and heal more. Yeah. Yeah. What he said. Yeah. There you go. What about <laughs> yourself? <laughs> uh, work. Wise, uh, did my was that this last week? I did the big presentation. Uh, you said, yeah, you talked about it last week that you were yes. going to do it and making a PowerPoint. Yeah, making PowerPoints, yeah. doing the big presentation that went off okay. I don't know, didn't really get any feedback. Everyone was it, said it was good via the internet. Yeah, via Microsoft Teams because that's how we operate. How long did it last? Uh, like half an hour. I thought it was oh. going to last longer. Pasha, then. But I gave two presentations and there were not many questions till after the end. 
Yeah. I mean, the whole meeting lasted probably about an hour, but the presentation probably only lasted half an hour. They just, no one's asked. I mean, whenever I've been in, have the unfortunate like circumstances to be in like a conference call like that, I would never ask a question (laughs) because it's like, I don't understand, but I don't want to be on this conference call anymore. (laughs) I'll get clarification later. Yeah. And then when anyone asks a question, I'd be like, oh my God, shut the fuck (laughs) up. Why are you so stupid? I have mandatory two conference calls a week. And last week I had five. Oh my God. <laughs> the worst. That's could all they right. Have, could they have been replaced with a quick email? Uh, no. Oh. No, these were these were full on discussions. Okay. About stuff. I mean, the one on two one of the ones on Tuesday could have been in just like a quick email because there wasn't much to discuss mm-hmm. since uh my project is non-existent right now. I hate that shit. <laughs> I hate that shit. But it was uh, no, it was all right. I enjoy talking to the our our project manager. Who I guess is that's from the main primary. I guess that's a little different too. If the people that you're dealing with aren't annoying as hell. Oh God, I had one on Monday too. Wow, even more. Yeah, this was a this was a uh, a training conference call mm. <laughs> with uh with one of the other primary contractors and and we went through it and we're like yeah we already know all this oh yeah we're literally already number one so <laughs> yeah get the fuck out of here with your bullshit just hang yeah, up on them there's there's a couple of new things in there that i was like okay this is how you guys want this done this seems good i think we'll 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 pick this up and start doing this from now on but a lot of the other stuff was just like yeah we already know yeah we're already number one on this <laughs> you kind of idiots stuff. what do you, who do you think you're talking <laughs> do you to think we are? talking to mikey t here yeah, come on mikey t and the crew come on and the fiber friends exactly <laughs> Is that the name of your group chat? The Fiber Friends? Oh, I don't. I, I can you probably look at can't it. say the I, name I, I, of I gotta, it. On I'm gonna stream. look at it right now, and then I will say if I can actually tell you. you probably can't say what it is. On <laughs> what stream. it is because it's uh, it's probably something disgusting. <laughs> it it could be something disgusting. <laughs> change it to Fiber Friends for me. It could be disgusting. You should change it to I'm Fiber Friends. Sure. Hang on. Uh, it's it's okay. No, it's it's not something disgusting. It's, okay. Uh, I can't view the full thing right now. It's Sky Captain SSU SGU STU and the something else. What's with all the letters? Uh, they have their it's specific equipment. All those letters oh, acronyms. Okay. Uh, sheath grounding unit. Oh, sheath. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like allow me to place my sheath upon my phallus. <laughs> we will begin coitus post haste. <laughs> so I will say the guys out there right now. They're we're rebuilding Lytton, right? Oh, and yeah. That place burned down. That place. Yeah. It, and sadly burned down twice. They had multiple fires there. Maybe that's when you throw in the years. towel like, ah, <laughs> let's not rebuild. And so we're working on the highway, bringing bringing stuff in and on the lines because there's a kilovolt line that crosses it. Mm-hmm. The induction is is uh, charging the cables with electricity. Mm. So when the guys are like opening the cables up to work on them, they're getting electrocuted all the time from the kilovolt lines. Wow. You need a ground <laughs> on that or yeah, something. Yeah, because whoever, we didn't build that particular line. Uh, some other people did. Mm-hmm. So now they got to like, every time they open one up, they got to put a ground rod in and ground the cables out. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I was like, what? That's what? It doesn't sound. And it was like not like minor shocks. So like, like pretty does bad. that not affect the quality of the internet service? I don't think so because it's it's not electricity that goes down. Though. No, it's I know, like, but you'd think that would cause some sort of interference. <laughs> you'd think so, anyways. But no, it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't. Oh uh, yeah, that was that was essentially <laughs> my work week. Lots of I just picture him. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's kind of what it was. Oh my god! And they will probably tell you <laughs> <Good gravy. laughs> when they listen to this. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, other than that, the rest of my week without working, did mm-hmm. a lot of vlogging. Oh, Got the new baby. vlog went out. Of course, after the podcast on Sunday, the new vlog will be coming out after the. Well, oh. actually, it'll come out during the podcast today. Oh wow! It's a scheduled upload. Uh, yeah, there probably is going to be one coming out on Tuesday as well <gasps> because I filmed a lot of stuff. A lot oh, of stuff baby. happened this week where I filmed it. Any power washing? Uh, yeah, there will be power washing on the oh, next one because <laughs> I went out yesterday to do some filming. Yes, you did. Of, uh, of the power washing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started moving all of my videos from one mm-hmm. channel to the next. Mm-hmm. And it turns out I don't have a lot of the source files for the stuff that I recorded when I was well that I edited while I was on the road. That's weird. I'm like, where the heck is all this stuff? I'm pretty sure I backed it up all of this hard drive, but it's not there. Huh? So I had to download a couple of the videos from YouTube to transfer them over mm, with the sad. thumbnails. Yeah, that's too so bad. they're not. I don't think they're full on 4K. No, no, I don't, I don't think so. so. Uh, so yeah, moved all moved. I got most of the main ones over there. They're just scheduled to come out a couple every day, and yeah, a couple of lost ones. Uh, Thursday, no Wednesday night, did a little games night. Oh yeah. Had some had some people over to play some board games. Oh yeah, that's right. You did. Yeah, like, yeah. I messaged you and you, yeah. you didn't respond to me till like a little ways. I after. was just like tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't picked my phone up after that. Yeah, because I was too busy filming and, and yeah. It was like, do you want to play time. board games? Having people over, and then I saw the message later, and I was like, does he mean right now? It's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm at home now. Like it's a little late for me to come over there. Now. Yeah. And then actually last night, uh, our mutual friend Miles invited me to play oh, the wow. latest version of Oligopoly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. I was like, damn it. I'm busy. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I need that's to, his uh, uh, his board game. Yeah, the one that he's created. Yeah. So I, I wonder if he's going to get that published anytime I'm sure soon. he would like to try to. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of intricate pieces in there, which is kind of nice. He is a board game guy. Oh, yeah. And he is the... He's a good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna totally diss him right now. He's a good guy, but playing board games with him not the funnest time I've ever had. No, because he's the type of guy will be like, "Okay, we're gonna play this game. No one's played it before. Here's the rules." <laughs> so we learn the rules, and then it's like last turn, you'd be like, "Oh, I forgot about this rule, but I win." <laughs> it was unintentional, but it was just like, "Okay, I didn't even know you could do that." So, yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. I also did a lot of 3D printing. Not a lot, but, you know, some oh. 3D printing. I got my new filament in. Oh. Got it on the board, but this filament shrinks. It dries really quickly. Oh, and yeah. when it when it dries quickly, it shrinks on the on the bed. So it doesn't, it didn't stay stuck to, like, the printing bed. Because oh. it's not, it's not hot enough down in the, in oh, the yeah. basement here to keep it stuck. Oh, so yeah. I had it shrinking on a couple of corners, which made it like bow up in the corner. I mean, the print turned out okay. It's it's usable for what it is because it's mm-hmm. just like a pen holder for the Gridfinity system. Yeah. Which, uh, if you've watched the vlogs, you know what that is. Uh, and I unboxed the printer, filmed it all, and started editing it. Mm-hmm. Editing the unboxing video and my me putting it together and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, the gar- the audio... It's garbage. It why? like it starts randomly distorting, and I'm like, "Why is it randomly distorting?" What like, mic are you using? I was using the the Rode uh, uh, wireless oh, Go yeah. Twos, 
And I'm like, why are these, why is it distorting? Yeah. <laughs> like so distorting how? It would just like start distorting and then be distorted and then not distorted. It was like a, it was like a slow build. Like someone was turning the distortion dial up. Oh, crazy. And then back down again. I'm like, why is it doing this? Huh. And then I was editing the video again, trying to, another video. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that the, when the, I have the microphone like right up against my neck here. Mm-hmm. And so when I tilt my head and my flesh covers the microphone hole, it oh. distorts. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you should have the little muffler on there. I think that'll prevent it. Yeah, I think so as well. The other thing, too, I saw on your thing, I was like, why is Mikey's face blue? Like, what is going on? I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, oh, he's using the wireless mic and the blue power light is shining on his face. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I totally noticed it because I was like, why is his face blue here? This is That's so weird. weird. And then I was like, oh, he's using the road and he doesn't have the little muffler on it. Yeah, yeah. I took the muffler off because I didn't... Uh I didn't want to have it like super visible, but I guess it is super visible with the blue light. Yeah, yeah. I totally <laughs> noticed that because I was like, why is his face blue? So, yeah, you should slap the muffler back on there. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And yeah, I did a lot of filming with my phone, mm-hmm. but for some reason, the, I don't know if I talked about it last podcast, but the HV, HEVC oh, yeah, yeah. and code, codec thing plug really wouldn't work. work. Yeah. And it, I couldn't use my, it wouldn't recognize my videos from my phone. Yeah. And so when I loaded them into uh, uh, DaVinci's Resolve, mm-hmm. it recognized them. But man, it was like 240p. It was just garbage videos. I'm like, oh, weird. Well, I did all this filming and then included in this vlog. But yeah, it does not look good whatsoever. You just have to record your own voiceover. Just get out the parts of you when it shows your face talking and just show the above camera. Oh, yeah. And you have with to the... re-record oh, like, yeah. just your own audio. Yeah, I started doing that. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> and then line it all up. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be that's going to take some time. I was going to have that scheduled to come out today or no yesterday. But I'm like, oh, my God, I got to re-record so much audio for this. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. But oh well, yeah. And I'm kind of still thinking about uh, what days I'm going to stream and if I'm going to be able to stream because editing takes up so much time. Mm-hmm. I need to find an editor for sure. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do any other YouTube video other than the vlogging at this moment just because it, it just takes so much time. Mm-hmm. You got to like do the vlog. <laughs> you got to like do the activities that you're doing. Yes. And then, you know, think of the way to film it all. Get all that footage together. It's kind of working out right now with that because I'm editing every day. Mm-hmm. Every, all the footage. I just get it off, edit it, and then it's done. And then I don't have like this big backlog of editing that needs to happen yeah. with the with the vlog, mm-hmm. which is working out. And Trello is definitely helping out with that which is the uh, mm-hmm. the management software that yeah. I'm using. I got to figure out how to actually use that Trello. Yeah, it works very well. I've created a uh, a Purple Room Studios one so that we can have kind of like a mm. a global one and I can invite you to the board. Maybe so do that, that so I can actually look there. and see how you're using it. Yeah, Because when sure. I was looking at it, I just was like, why don't I just write this on a calendar? <laughs> like, what's the point of this? Uh, so... I'll have to check it out what you've done and then maybe I'll have an idea. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Other than that, didn't really play any video games. No gaming? Like, uh, there was one VR game that I started playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the hell is it called? I can't remember what the heck it What's is it called. About? It is a on-rails shooter. Oh, Gal to... Gun. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is an on-rails shooter. Yeah. Uh, no, it's called Pistol Whip. Pistol whip. Yeah, pistol whip. Is it like um, super hot? 
Kind of. Yeah. That's it's kind of. It's on rails, but it's to a beat. So like you have to shoot to the music, reload to the music. Oh. And everything happens to the music. All the bad guys pop out to the music. Yeah. It's it's fairly fun. The graphics are really like they're they're very much in the vein of uh Super uh, Hot. Super hot. Where they're very minimal. There's mm-hmm. lots of colors though going around, lots of glitching, mm-hmm. but they're very minimal. And there's a bunch of different storylines you can play through. So the first one is you wake up on a planet and you have you get turned into like a robot and <laughs> you have to I fight your way robot. out of there hmm. to like some crazy electro techno beats. Interesting. It's uh it's fairly fun. The on rails part is very comfortable, which is surprising because you know when you're moving without moving, it uh, oh, it yeah, can yeah. be very uncomfortable. But with this, it's uh it's fairly comfortable. My only gripe is that you only have one gun. Okay. Can't so dual wield? You can't dual wield. So actually when I was playing the first time, because when you're in the menu, you can whenever you shoot whichever gun, that's the gun it go hand it goes to. Oh yeah. And so I was selecting stuff with the left hand. And so when I played that whole thing, oh, I had to shoot with, with my left hand. hand. I was like, what the this heck? Sucks. How do I switch? Yeah. And there's no way to switch it in the options. Like, wow. Big mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second one that I played is like a Wild West one. A wild Wild West. <laughs> and you had the the cool part was going on this train and you have to go from the back of the train to the front of the train. But then you like go through all the cars and suddenly there's like dudes on horses riding past and you blast them with your <laughs> shotgun. It's uh, it's pretty fun. I don't know why, but when you talk about as soon as you start talking about doing riding from the back of a train to the front, it made me think of that crazy four player game we played that's in Japan. Oh, Nippon Nihon, Marathon? Nippon Marathon. Yeah, because there's a level where you're on the train, the like bullet train. Yeah. As soon as you said that, I was just like, Nippon Marathon. <laughs> I don't know why. Cool. Yeah, and that's uh, that's pretty much all yeah. I played other than Barrow Trauma. The only game I really played a bit this week was um, Satisfactory. I don't know. I just sort of like randomly restart playing that occasionally. Yeah. I don't know why exactly it was, but I it's in the new update seven or whatever. And I was like, ah, let me mess around with this. And I just got up to coal power last night and, you know, just messing about. But yeah, yeah. as I was playing it, I was uh, watching a YouTube video and I learned uh, a new, uh, a new thing that I never knew before where whenever there'd be like a tall thing, like with one of those stupid orbs that would talk to you, you know, yeah, those, yeah, yeah. You'd build like ramps up to the top, but there's this guy playing. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was trying to collect wood and I found that you can just climb this. And there was like these wooden things on the side of the cliff face, like vines and shit. And he just climbed up the, the wood. And I was <laughs> okay. like, wow, I didn't even know you could do that. I know I was building like. Uh, yeah, a it's not on every extensions. place or whatever, but I was like, oh, that makes it a lot easier <laughs> if you pay attention to that. So, yeah. It's pretty pretty interesting. Um, the the new blueprint system is pretty cool. Yeah, you messed around with blueprints at all? No, I haven't. Yeah, you build the big blueprint grid. It's like a big building, and then you lay down your whatever, and you save it as a blueprint. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you put down what I did is I put down a splitter and put in the belts going into two smelters, and then them joining together in another uh, merger at the other end, and you just save it as like you know, or whatever 60 yeah and then when you find a thing that's getting 60 or you just pull out the blueprint be like put it down and it just builds the whole thing it's all <laughs> nice. ready to go it's like damn that is slick oh yeah so. i they've had that in in other factory games like factorio but uh it's definitely needed in in satis- was definitely needed yeah. in satisfactory yeah they keep uh updating it to make it better so yeah yeah 
pretty good. I'll probably play some more. And other than that, the only thing I did, well, last night was movie night. Me and one in the mosh did the movie night. Yep. And we watched two crazy movies called <laughs> The Greasy Strangler and The Gorgor Girls. I and, popped in for the Greasy Strangler. Oh yeah. Did you watch any of the Greasy Strangler? I didn't watch any of the Greasy Strangler because I was uh I was in the midst of formatting my PC. So ah, okay. I was just like popping in and out. It's uh that movie's just insane. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's so good, but so weird at the same time. I've been wanting to see that movie for like six years since I saw the trailer. And like the guy's a strangler, he's the greasy strangler. He likes really things to eat that are greasy. So he'll be like, there's not enough oil on my food. And he'll just, it'll be just like, oh, just so disgusting. It's, uh, it's really disgusting, actually. And the characters are all fucked up and everything is fucked up. about yeah. it. But it was so good. It's well directed and everything. And the cinematography is good. And like the lighting and the soundtrack and everything is good about it. It's just so weird. But it was so funny. I was cracking up so much. Yeah. Like some of the lines and stuff. Oh my god, so good, so good. And then the other one called the Gorgor Rules was like from 1974 or 72, and it's this ridiculous slasher movie where someone is killing strippers, and like it has these crazy like early special effects where he'll be like, or the killer is like killing and like stabbing the woman in the face, but it's clearly like a latex mannequin face. Yeah, and then like pulling out an eyeball and like popping the eyeball <laughs> and like. Just like there's strawberry preserves all over the place. <laughs> it's so it was and like the story was so stupid and the characters were so stupid and the acting was bad and the sound tr was bad and the soundtrack was bad, <laughs> but it was still good anyways. Yeah, like it was so stupid, poorly written, poorly directed, like just the whole thing like <laughs> was just a mess, but it was it was good anyways. I, I enjoyed it. That's great. Yeah, I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, and the ending was just had one of the stupidest endings of all time where the woman fell out of a window and then a car drove over her head and that was the end of the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. 10 out of 10 though. So, uh, yeah. Other than that, I didn't, uh, really watch anything else. I tried to watch Megan, this horror movie that's out about a, like a robotic girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw a trailer for that. I really want to watch it, but like on my um, totally legal streaming site I like to use, it's yep. not available yet. Uh. Or no, it was available, but it was like a really low quality version that I didn't want to watch. <laughs> I don't know why it was a low quality version. Um, and that now there's a better quality version, but it's also like it was recorded off screen. So I'm trying to wait till it's like a little nicer before I legally watch it. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. <and> okay, <laughs> say no you. more. Say no more. Say no more. Um, but yeah, I really want to watch that one. <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. That's the only thing I watch besides Willow. Willow. Well, yes. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about Willow. This is the last uh, episode of the season. Maybe the series. Maybe the series. Uh, I mean, they set it up for a for season two, but... They always do. They always do, but who knows? Depends how well it does, I guess. <laughs> yes. So, Kit and Elora jump off the waterfall. Yeah. They're in Immemorial City. So, I like how her fall from the top of the waterfall, like, washed your hair clean of her yellow or her blonde hair dye. <laughs> She's not blonde anymore in this episode. 
No, I mean, she wasn't blonde in the previous episode either. Oh, wasn't the she? More, the more magic she did, the more of a redhead she became. Well, I think it was more like the further away she got from the city, the lot, like she was fed some sort. She said she was getting fed something to change her hair color or something like that, I think, in did an she? early episode. Or that she dyed her hair all the time. I can't remember. There was some reason why her hair was blonde. But now she's like a redhead and she looks totally different. Oh, yeah. hundred percent different. I was like, she barely looks like her anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. So. Yeah, they're the Memorial City, and they meet Eric, and Eric and them are having a parlay. Yeah, and Eric, of course, has drank the juice and become... Ugh, so gross. <laughs> and become... That was way too creamy. <laughs> <laughs> Orange creamsicle. Yeah, it was gross looking. <laughs> and so he's been uh, corrupted by the crone and is now, you know... Bad Eric. Uh, bad Eric. Barrick, I believe. <laughs> Barrick. Um, yeah, and... The, all they, you know, they're negotiating with him, and he's like, "I'll come with you. All you have to do is listen to the crone's offer, and then we'll totally <laughs> leave. Like, if you don't want to do it, no problem." <laughs> so they talk to the crone, who is like, she looks a lot like, with dark hair, she looked like Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones to me, except she had dark hair. Hmm. I don't know, just the eyebrows maybe or something. I don't Not know. quite I as don't, expressive, but anyways, she looked like it to me. Yeah. So the crone is not very cronish at the start, yeah. anyways. <laughs> and she uh, she eventually convinces them to step through the crevasse in the room yeah. where the where the goo the is flowing out of. Go like have the worm dream and yeah. uh, you know go into the fakeness or whatever. Yeah. And so inside, it's all like super nice. Kit and Alora both go into the same time, yeah. and it's all super nice. You know, reminded me. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, it reminded me a lot of when uh, in True Blood, Sookie went into the fairy realm <laughs> where everything looks really nice on the surface, but then it's like, oh, actually, it's really bad here. Um, and yeah, in, inside is all their friends. All their friends are there. Sorsha's yeah, there. Kit it was, talks to Sorsha and they're like, oh, my God, you don't like, have to grow up and be a princess. You can do whatever you want. I know it was like fake and everything. And they when they went through, like you'd think we went through. Maybe there's other magic going on. But they go through and they're not like, oh, this is fake. It's just like, oh, Sorsha's here. My mom. I want to talk to my mom. It's like, wouldn't you be like, hey, <laughs> this isn't real. Or like when Alora starts to talk to Eric, it's like, you didn't follow us in here. <laughs> like, This can't be real. But they kind of go along with it anyways. Yeah. And so it's like they're, this whole gathering is uh, Eric and... Laura's uh, wedding. The Laura's wedding, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they get married and stuff, and they're going up to the altar, and mm -hmm. they're like, you got to drink the juice. Uh. Yeah. While this is going on, all the other crew has come to the Immorial City. They yeeted themselves off the waterfall, minus Willow. And uh, they're, like, trying to sneak their way into the Immorial <laughs> City. And, of course, like, I don't, they really love to write for Borman, man. Well, yeah. He always gets the highlights <laughs> yep. whenever he's on screen. So he's like, we got to sneak in. So he, for whatever reason, he's like, what did he say? We'll go in disguise. And he like rubbed dirt on his face yeah. or something like that. <laughs> Anyways, they're doing like their whole jokes and japes getting there. But, uh, you know, um, Grayson, Graydon, is Graydon. Graydon is trying to open the door with his magic and they can't get the door open in time. So the little evil wind blows over them and turns them into statue or stone statues. Yeah, they all get basically. turned to stone. Yeah. From the storm that was approaching. So they're right outside the door while they're inside the goo realm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, yeah. And the wedding is happening. Yeah. They're up to the altar. Uh, Alora's all blonde hair again in, in the dream here. 
And they're like, the crone is the is officiating the wedding. Yeah, and the whole thing is like, oh, all you have to do is like accept the worm, and you can we can change it and go back in time till none of, nobody died because of you or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like, will she or won't she? And then she's just like, yeah, I'm kind of over you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even. You're kind of acting you creepy here now. I don't want to marry. She's like, I'm not acting creepy. <laughs> she's like, you're kind of acting creepy. So then, you know, things are not going well, and then all of a sudden Willow shows up somehow. Inside the dream. Yeah, Willow just shows up inside the dream and so just like, unleashes wh- hot How magic. did he get in the building? Yeah, he just yeeted himself off. Just, uh, just yeah, but the did door more, was closed. Did better magic did than better the rest magic? of the people. Okay. <laughs> Don't think about it too much is what you're telling Don't me? Don't think about it too much. You got to suspend your disbelief a little bit harder yeah. than you're currently doing. <laughs> so, yeah, Willow breaks the illusion, breaks them out of there. Everyone gets saved from their stone bodies because even Kit was turned into stone because she, like, rejected the yeah. offer, basically. Yeah. And then it's like battle time. <laughs> Everybody's got to fight. Everyone's got someone to fight. Yeah. Because all the all the other, the Cenobites, quote unquote, yeah, show up as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good name for them. Uh, and, and we see Laura and the crone doing battle, but like the and crone's the- way too powerful. And then Gray hops in mm-hmm. with a giant spell. Yeah, all of a sudden he's a super wizard. All of a sudden he's a or super sorcerer, wizard. sorcerer, yeah. I guess. Um, the crone is very cronish now. Yeah. She lives up to her name. Oh, yeah. She turns into her, you know, crony crony apparition. So the one thing I forgot to say is in the uh, fake, like, dream realm, there was, like, Mad Mardigan was talking to Kit, and it kind of sounded like Val Kilmer. Like, they had a fairly good sound alike, but it was not, like, that good. Yeah. Because part of the time I'm like, oh, this sounds really like Val Kilmer. And then it would be like, no, it's not yeah. that good. And then it'd be like, oh, yeah, that part sounded like Val Kilmer. And then it was like not good again. I was really hoping for a CGI Val Kilmer, but I should have known <laughs> better. Like this this show doesn't have the budget. No, for that, no, they, that they kind blew of all their budget on nebulas and and the Corona. <laughs> the Corona <laughs> the looked really good. I She's thought. very juicy, too. Super juicy. <laughs> um, but Graydon does his spell almost gets to the crone. Yeah. But the crone, like, you know, outpowers him. Yeah. And then it looks like the crone disintegrates him. Yeah. Blasts him into the worm realm. Yeah. And disintegrates him. And then Alora's like, she's like all jacked up on whatever now. (laughs) Yeah. She kind of got over it pretty quick, though. The crone breaks, uh, what's her wand? Yeah, the twig wand. So all of a sudden now Alora can just cast a spell without a wand. Is that what's going on? She's the savior, you know? Yeah, but uh, that's nothing ever that's been happened before. For no, them. no, de- definitely not. But yeah, she just casts magic. And, and she doesn't need to say anything like everything else. They have to be like hullabaloo, skimming a do. They have to say some words to cast a spell. But now she's just like air bending. <laughs> Lightning bending. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. So she's have, all powerful. Yeah, exactly. So they have a battle and like, you know, she uses the power of. I don't know what is she's not. She didn't really seem too upset about Graydon. Like, oh, she was pretty upset. She was upset right then, but then like five seconds later, she's kind of like over it almost. No, she's just got to focus up and kill the. I guess so. Magic power. She's very angry. She's very angry. That's while this is going on. Borman's finally like, you got to wear this armor. This is for you, obviously. Yeah, for Kit. So he gives her the what is it even called? I don't even remember. Chimerian cuirass. Yeah, yeah, and she jack. Puts on her Iron Man armor. <laughs> yeah, she puts it on. She puts in the uh, the key thing. I can't remember what the hell that thing is called. And yeah. it just works. 
Yeah. And yeah, it just goes full like Iron nanobot Man. Iron Man armor. Yeah, it just snaps all around her and yeah. stuff. It was even like has the glowing chest part. I was like, <laughs> all right, they really liked Iron Man. Anyways, she's like, a, you know, got the armor on so she can fight Eric. Yeah, and it's like full full body armor, like a bodysuit. Yeah. All so the way down. She has an epic it's battle. Pretty cool. Pretty cool armor. She has an epic battle with Eric. Yeah. And Eric, I, meanwhile, has gone like full demonic. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm your king or whatever. Yeah. Um, I did. For, I forgot one other thing, too. I want to say right before they yeeted themselves off the waterfall, Borman. No, wait, was it before or after that part? No, I think it was when Borman gave the chess piece to to Kit. Kit and he's like, you know what? I, f- I figured it out. This is not my story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like here to help you. So here, this is for you. Put this on. And well, then, yeah, that, that was funny because that was a little fourth wall breaking. Well, I don't really think it was fourth wall breaking. I think it was more like he's like, I'm not the hero. Yeah. Like, I'm here to help the hero. And then he's like, I'll go hold them off. You go fight. And he closes the door and like is going to fight the Cenobites outside or whatever. (laughs) So anyways, Kid and Eric have a fight. She eventually overpowers him. And, you know, he knocks him out. And Willow breaks his staff and is like, give him the crystal. Like, here, take the crystal. Talk to him. Call him back from the darkness. And they have like a little heartwarming moment where they talk to, you know, Eric, I know you're in there. I know it's scary and you're alone, but come back to me. I need you. You're my brother. <laughs> and he comes back and everyone's happy. And, you know, they're like, we're, we're out of here. We've done it. Poor yeah. Graydon, but we'll see you later. It's time to go. <laughs> and then Alora's kind of like, oh, I saw the worm. The worm's just waiting back there. He's not done with us yet. And Willow's like, you know, they imply like, oh, the next season is going to be something or yeah. whatever. The other thing, too, is <laughs> right afterwards when they're all reuniting and Borman comes barging in, like after, you know, the, he defended everybody outside. He just comes through the door, resheaths his sword because it's like extendable sword or whatever. Yeah. He resheaths his sword. He just walks. And he's like, I want my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then after all that, Graydon yeah. wakes up. He's in, a, he's in the uh, in a fever dream. Is it a fever dream? Yeah, he's getting manipulated by... I guess it's the uh, dream, but it's a, it's a dream world, but like nightmare world, kind of. Yeah, so he wakes up in kind of the same uh, vision that Willow was having at the start of the series, where he wakes up on a battlefield, and no, Laura was only having standing. that, wasn't it? No, Willow was. It was Willow? And okay. And Laura started having that, okay. too. And Graydon wakes up in that mm-hmm. in that vision, and Alora's standing there, and she's like, I need your help, Graydon. I need you to stand by my side yeah, and lead the hordes. Lead the horde. She had a haircut, too. Yes. Because that's how you know she's evil. Yeah. When you, when you have short hair, it means you're evil. <laughs> exactly. And then the other ones are walk off in the sunset going back home. Yeah. And that's yeah. pretty much where it ends. Yeah. What a, what an awfully anticlimactic ending. It was... Yeah. I mean, what else could they do, really? They just, it, they just kind of blasted through it. Like, well, they the had fight to. scene wasn't very... I enjoyed the fight it, with it the, okay. the crone. The Eric and Kit fight, eh, whatever. <laughs> they had some really good cinematic shots in in the fight, and and some really good like Marvel esque uh, shots as well. That just means they were quick cuts <laughs> that you couldn't see what was no, going on. No, it was the slow mo shots. Yeah, I guess so. That that they did. I don't know. I just as I watched Eric and Kit fight, I was like, I can tell that those are two stunt doubles fighting. <laughs> so that kind of took me out of it a little bit. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think this episode was better than a few of them. Yeah, you like know. the the whole, I guess, 
I don't know. Like there was a lot of stuff they did where it was like they could have fleshed out other parts to make the story better than doing things that they did. Yeah. Like the whole part with the two women in the woods. Yeah. Like what was the point of that? (laughs) I don't know. Like they could have done something else to extend it. Like it was an interesting. I don't know. It was like they were trying to do stuff where episodes were canned. But yeah. Still having the overarching arc story arc. It totally was that way. It was like a video it game. It just didn't work. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it ended up being. I mean, overall, I'm okay with that. I watched it. I wasn't just like at the end, like, oh fuck, I wasted all this time watching it. <laughs> but it wasn't like my favorite thing we've watched. For yeah, sure. not by far. This was, uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna watch season two. It wasn't. Uh, this wasn't mind blowing in any way. A lot of the like some of the the cinematography on it was really good yeah some of the effects were really good i enjoyed the the episode i think i enjoyed the most was the salt flat traveling episode where we actually learn about people we get yeah. some backstory we get to see them grow oh, and evolve that's right in that episode too the uh that that guy we forgot to mention the guy that had like the vehicle or whatever they stole them i don't even know what those things were called that guy was on game of thrones yeah yeah i think so I can't remember who he played, but he was on Game of Thrones. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah, I think that episode had proper, like, proper storytelling, proper, you know, all, yeah. lots of character growth. We could learn backstory. Characters grew. It was, it was probably yeah, the best they episode. Just don't, I don't, I don't, they don't really know what, the, what they're trying to do in the show. Yeah, I don't think so. It's just like, well, we'll have them talk like they're modern day teenagers, but also, like, not yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, I'm... I'm okay with that as long as they don't take it too far. Like, especially when the crone first shows up and she just like rips Eric a new one for, for yeah. just saying words because he's been, you know, uh, unfed, dehydrated, yeah. just in the desert for 300 years. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's going to stay, say some silly stuff. And it goes from like the sort of whimsical to like, like sort of campy, serious all the time where it's yeah. like when they're first talking to Eric and they're turning like kid will be talking to him and then they like switch. So they're back to back. So Laura can talk to them and then they'll be like, she'll be like, do you want to take it now? And then they'll switch spots again. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like just silly. And then it'll be like all like sappy dramatic the next <laughs> second. And it's just like, eh. so I don't, eh, whatever. Yeah. it's again, it's like a show. It's like Riverdale. Yeah. It's like a show for teenagers. <laughs> yeah. So I can't yeah. really complain too much because it's not really for me. Yeah. I really think they could have done the kit and. Uh, uh, Eric? Not Eric. Alora? No. The Crone? No. Willow? Borman? No. no. Sorsha? No. Mad Mardigan? No. <laughs> Who else? Graydon? and Graydon? No. <laughs> the one character you haven't mentioned yet. <laughs> what other character? God, I can't remember what her name is. Kit's love interest. Kit's love interest? Yeah. Oh, Jade. I Jade, totally right, about Jade. Jade. They could have done a lot oh my more God. with that love so story. That's they, a, that could have been very way better. telling about this episode that Jade had nothing to do. Yeah. Zero Because things. I didn't even think of her. Yeah. As the show, now I think back, it's like, okay, she did have stuff to do, but she didn't really have anything to do. No. In the episode. No. She was, she was just kind of there as yeah. a love interest and to play lines off of. Yeah, like almost throughout the whole thing, like she, they could have had that of such better love story. Like, a, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, again, from the first episode, it's like, okay, obviously Kit's way into Jade because she gives her a full on kiss on the mouth. <laughs> yeah. And then it's later like, oh, well, you know, 
I can tell that you love her. And oh, what? No, no, she's my good friend. <laughs> and then by the end, it's like, yes, I do love you. And it's like, well, we kind of knew that from episode one. Yeah. Like they could have done that a whole lot better. It was very weird. Like, yeah, with, Jane's with, main thing in this one was in the dream. Like Sorsha was talking about, like, oh, you can be with anyone that you want. You can love anyone who you want. And they show her like Jade in the distance, like looking over her shoulder, yeah. giving her a smile, and <laughs> Kit gets a little smile on her face. Yeah. There was I think, not much going on with Jade. Yeah, not especially in this episode. Yeah, and there wasn't even, like, you'd think there'd been a point. Was there a point where, like, she was in dire straits? And, oh, yeah, Eric was going to strike her down, and then um, Kit came through and blocked the attack with her sword. Yeah. But that was it, really. <laughs> so, yeah, wow, okay, totally. Yeah, the blossoming love story with Grey and Elora, that that was okay. I think they could have done a little bit more with that, but, you know, awkward teenage romance at the start. I didn't realize that Graydon was in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, he was Flash Gordon. Flash Thompson, yeah. Flash Thompson, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just overall very weird. <laughs> just very I ended weird. up, yeah, I ended up really liking Grey's character. And by the end of the series, it's just like an awkward dork, basically. Yeah. So yeah. he has like funny lines and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I don't know. Uh, but I think like if they was like, there's no Willow show, but like we're gonna do like the Borman show. <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, I'm ready for the Borman show. Yeah, Borman definitely added what was needed in that show to make it palatable. He was just like he was like I don't know the like very like charismatic like side character he yeah. was like the i don't know dude he just yeah he had like the highlight the highlights for the <laughs> yeah. show basically oh, yeah, for sure yeah whoever wrote barman yes it worked clap. out pretty good clap for you for sure so. <laughs> yeah i would recommend willow but uh yeah i'd yeah. watch another season yeah. yeah yeah i think everything we've watched i'd pretty <laughs> much be okay with watching a second season yeah so yeah definitely uh way better than the witcher <laughs> Throw a coin to your Witcher. Yeah, I couldn't even Witcher. finish watching The Witcher. I mean, there was like The Witcher is also very different. Like, yeah, it's like a mature show, and it's it, like, oh, it there's is a mature sh show, but she's all naked. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is a mature show, but still, Willow's better. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Willow Witcher was definitely more of like the canned story that you're talking about. I feel. oh yeah, for sure. At least what I watched, it was there, like, okay, what bad guy is, is the Witcher fighting this episode? <laughs> There's way too much jumping through time in The Witcher without you knowing it. Oh, yeah. It, it was... I, I gave up pretty quickly on yeah. it, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Willow, if, uh, you know, if you're 12, go ahead, watch it. If you're 12 and listening Excuse to this, me. though, you should probably not be. <laughs> I mean, it's not that bad. What, Willow, you mean? For Willow. a 12-year-old? No, no, for a 12-year-old, yeah. But if, oh, you're, if you mean you're, you're older. listening to this podcast, oh. uh, you're probably, yeah. Go study. Go study or something. <laughs> so now that we're done, Willow, are we going to move on to the Last of Us show? Uh, yeah, because it's going to come out episodically tonight. Throughout. Oh, tonight. Yeah, starts right, tonight. I'll have, to, I'll have to see if I can uh, watch it on my. Uh, what was that? Crave. Crave. Yeah, because I have Crave. Crave in Canada. Crave in Canada. So I should be able to watch it. Yeah. Though I think that's what we're going to do for the next one. So yeah. if you want to watch along, start watching The Last of Us. Sounds good. Should be good. Pedro Pascal. Oh, man. I love Pedro Pascal. <laughs> I just saw a clip of him. It was on like, uh, I don't know, Variety or Vanity Fair's YouTube channel where they do lie detector tests with yep. actors. 
and he's hooked up to the lie detector and they're like the question they ask him is like do you ever go on to instagram accounts dedicated to you being a hunk to make yourself feel better when you're feeling down and just started laughing like <laughs> uncontrollably he's like yes <laughs> 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 so it's yeah, so funny because the only thing i really know him from is mm-hmm. uh bando oh yeah and so <laughs> watching him like be jovial and laughing is is kind of odd oh yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i don't think he's gonna be jovial too much in the uh, last of us so. <laughs> probably not <laughs> i think it'll be okay yeah yeah all right ladies and gentlemen yes game club oh yes uh, each week we play a chapter or a segment or mm-hmm. a timed interval yes. of a video game, and yes. then we talk about it. Yes. And of course, right now we are playing Plague Tale Requiem. Requiem is Requiem. that how you pronounce it? <laughs> yes, I have decreed that that is wow. Okay. Uh, we are currently on chapter eleven. Yes, we are. Uh, and it is called the Cradle of Centuries. Yes, it is. Ah, uh, this episode, episode chapter, no fighting. Uh, yeah, zero fighting. It's all puzzles and rats. I barely, you can barely call them puzzles. Uh, yeah. They're just annoying, basically. I did learn something in this chapter by accident oh. about how the game plays. So that was kind of interesting. And it's kind of like, oh, could I have used this before and maybe solve some of my complaints? <laughs> so at, I won't say what I was discovered till we get later, but. As I did it, I was like, wow, I wonder if this would have made the earlier chapters a lot more palatable. Hmm. So huh. when we get to the part I did it, I will tell you what All I right. did. All right. Sounds good. So we had just come out of the uh, fortress. Yes. And we're now back into the festival area, Where which has been dead. completely taken over by rats. Yes. How did these rats dead? get here? Uh, I don't know. Is there an underground tunnel from the mainland to the island? <laughs> probably. They just come underground. Or the rats were just chilling. I guess there's probably... Oh, there's oh the, well, yeah. Well, well, later, yeah. The rats are just chilling. Later we know. We, oh, we like, find out okay, the rats are just chilling. Yeah, they're yeah. here. They just were like, I don't know, waiting for something. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there's just rats everywhere and we have to get our way through. And this involves a lot of like uh, Sophia using her gem to make a light for us to walk through yeah so this first puzzle you're by that one shed that you get to go into Mm -hmm. before and there's a brazier burning on a cart yeah and so you have to like shoot an arrow down to a thing get use sophia to get down there and then shoot a grappling hook back and pull the cart yeah because it's uh it's got a big block uh in front of it which uh, you could definitely have lifted but you know for gameplay sake we won't worry about that yeah and so that cart rolls down and then I was assuming you have to push the cart. Oh, so yeah. I get on the cart and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, okay, well, it's not moving. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and uh, see what house I can do. I'm like looking around, looking around like, well, uh, all the lights are very far away. Yeah. I can't seem to progress. What the hell? Uh-huh. Why can't I push this cart? And I'm like, oh, I can't push the cart because Sophia won't attach herself to the cart because I can't push the cart without Sophia. She wouldn't grab it? She wouldn't grab it. Why not? I don't know. Just a glitch? Just a glitch. So I grabbed it from another side, Mm -hmm. and she eventually got her way out from wherever she was stuck and grabbed it. Oh, that's a pain. Yeah. So throughout the entire chapter, Sophia was constantly getting stuck when I needed her to do shit. Really? That must be a PC problem. (laughs) It it could be. She was not stuck for me on... She just uh, got stuck on everything. On console. Like, I would be like, hey, can you do your gem thing over here? She's like, no. No. Like the prompt wouldn't even come up. Really? So I would have to like do the gem thing on the 
light source that was right next to me and walk backwards to the yeah, next Yeah, I did source. that a few times and then I would switch to it when I got to the closer to the next yeah. one. But uh she never really gave me that much trouble, thankfully. Oh god, what a pain. Yeah. There there was a couple parts where I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, oh, Sophia's not doing what she needs so, to do, so I can't do again, it. Again, there was a few things too they did in this that I didn't like where I don't know, maybe you can get back in that shed where you're talking about mm-hmm. what the card is. But like I don't know if you can. I don't think you can because like the, I don't I, think you can either. There's I died and I like restarted and I was like looking. And I'm like, I don't see the ladder anymore. So I don't mm-hmm. think you can. But like, why did they put the prompt for you to try the door? <laughs> right. Because that tried immediately the door. gave me like, oh, I must be able to get back in here. Yeah. So then I did a whole thing where I tried to walk around to the back. There is a little <laughs> treasure back there that you can mm-hmm. get. But it was like, why would they do that? So stupid. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. this whole thing, you push the cart. You light a few fires, you use the gem, you get up into the the map, the map room, which is where we went to initially. And it's kind of like, oh, well, where do we have to go from here? It's like, well, let's just knock this fucking pillar over and see yeah. if it breaks the floor. <laughs> and it does. And it was like, I think that if you would like walk heavy on that, it would have broken. Oh, it. yeah. That's not it wasn't that. Uh, <laughs> it so, wasn't that thick. Yeah. Anyways, we go descend down into like the bowels of this temple basically yeah it's a huge temple and there's uh apparently greek fire barrels of greek fire yeah. just so when that ha- she's like oh that's some greek fire and i was like wait a minute greek fire i was like when did this game take place like they don't know how to make greek fire anymore they don't even <laughs> know what greek fire is so afterwards i googled it and it's like okay she might have known what greek fire yeah. is because it was only like maybe two to three hundred years before that when they stopped the record of Greek fire stopped yeah. of being used. So maybe she would have known about it. But like, I think she would have been like, holy fuck, Greek fire. <laughs> like, this is worth like a lot of money. We need yeah. to figure out how to do it. But no, we're just going to go ahead and blow these barrels yeah. up. So she puts it next to the door and we blast it. Yeah, she in. puts it. She goes, picks it up. This yeah, huge like barrel of Greek, pound fire, of Greek fire. Puts it next to the door. She's like, there you go. Yeah, just like, blow it up. Okay. Yeah. How she's, did you do that? She's fucking jacked man Um, how in the hell did you pick that and it's a copper tank yeah like it's made out of copper but it had like a wax lid on it yeah and it's just full of greek fire the other thing too is like i don't think greek fire would i think it would just burn like it's not explosive it's like napalm basically anyway whatever it's a video game like it's it's a video game it's a 20 gallon barrel of greek fire in a copper enclosure it's fine so (laughs) we get to I think the first thing we get to is a puzzle room where we have there's these locks on the door where we have to move these big ass bolts. Uh, Yeah, there's a bunch of little Greek fire well, puzzles I guess we, and stuff. Yeah, we get through like and then we, oh, and we, then we the, get to like the rat infested. Yeah, the room big room where we have to like push a bunch of carts get through. So with that one, I went down off to the side and I found a to little right. side yep. room where there's like designs and shit yeah, like designs that designs of the it had the designs for the uh the castle in yeah. the first uh game where yeah. where you had all those moving braziers yeah. to uh and that's where your home base is so and then i was like how the fuck do i get out of here now <laughs> so then i like climbed up and died and yep. then it was like oh i have a quick save that is down here as well <laughs> yep so i was like what the fuck do i have to do to get out of here it thankfully didn't take long and i was like okay if i fire an arrow up here i can climb up 
a flaming arrow, but I was just like, oh my God, like what if I didn't have an arrow down here or something? Yeah, you'd be screwed. If you didn't have an arrow or a pot, that's it. Yeah. So thankfully I got out of there. You're you're restarting the entire level. But that thing was just like move the little things around till you can blow up the barrel to block blow up the blockage to get through. Yeah, yeah. Nothing these, uh, too crazy. No, in there. these braziers were on track, so you couldn't like push them wherever. Like, it had to follow a track. If it was like an actual puzzle, I mean whatever. But this was like just a time waster. Yeah. To be like, oh, you have to work your way through here. It was not challenging really. No, it was here's have some additional gameplay. Yeah. So I collected all the shit in there. And in this chapter, I finally got enough parts to fully upgrade the crossbow. So now I can retrieve my arrows. Yep. So I'm I got mine gonna up there be, too. I'm going to be murdering people. <laughs> so then after there, we get to the room with the... Yeah. And this 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 room where you push the braziers is huge. Like it's like yeah, a yeah. giant cavern with yeah, it looks like a cool. huge, huge bridge. Yeah. It was a really cool set piece. And you get to the bridge and you go across. And this is where uh, the last battle... Oh. that Ayla had to get yeah. to uh, to uh, what's-his-face. I, I thought for sure that uh, what's-her-name was going to take her helmet. Yeah, or armor or something. Just the helmet was so, like, ornately designed. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, obviously she's going to be wearing that. <laughs> but no, she just left it behind, so. I can't remember what the guy's name is. The carrier, the first carrier. Uh, Yeah, I can't remember either. But yeah, Ayla's there, her uh, his protector, and she was fighting his way, her way to get to him because he had been locked up in this yeah. in this place. Um, and I think this is the big room with the door in it. Is yeah, it? this is the big door with an intricate lock to never be so, able to get down there. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is gonna be the puzzle where you have to pull the one crank and it moves the top, top and bottom. But then if you pull this other crank, it puts the top one back over, and then the middle one retracts. You have to pull them in the right order till they're all gone. Yep. And I was like, oh, no, it's not. It's actually way easier than, than that. that. It's way easier than that. So but I did it. And it's like, pull the get Sophia to pull the crank and you get Hugo to hold the. Yeah. It lock it in place. Then get Sophia to pull the crank. And I'm like, I did it. And I'm like, what the fuck am I missing? Like, why can't I not get this to work? I don't understand. And they did a really bad job of tell, like showing you the view that the gate behind you opens up. So there's a side alcove you can go into to pull out a cart because I did it like three times. And then I was like, what am I missing? And I'm like, oh, it opened a side door for me. So then as soon as I found this cart, I was like, oh, you can shoot the it's like one of those posts for doing the grappling hook conveniently. Yeah. And you can use it to grapple hook to the the brake and have it pull the brake down or whatever. Yeah. But as I also when I'm doing it, the game glitched a bit. So I thought I was on the right path because. I pulled the, I had Sophia do it and they lock it over here. Mm -hmm. Then I have Sophia pull it and then I pull the lever. And then I looked over and I told Sophia to cancel what she was doing. And it stayed locked into place over yeah. there because uh, Hugo's holding the brake. Yeah. So I let mine go and it didn't go back. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I did it. And I ran over to the wheel and I was like, it's, I can't do anything with this wheel. Like, what am I missing? So then I sent, I was like, okay, whatever. I went back and I pulled down the brake to lock it into place and the pegs came back out to lock it into place. Mm -hmm. And then I let the thing go and then the, 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 the locks retracted. So I was like, oh, it was like a visual glitch. <laughs> so I was like, thought I was on the right path <laughs> because it didn't go back and like reset. Yeah. So I wasted more time because of that. This game is way glitchier than the first one. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it was funny, too. Like Before I got to this room, I was like, huh, you know what? 
I don't know, man. This game, they've, they've taken out any element where you actually have to get Hugo to do anything at this time. And so, and then yeah. like, this was right before this room. There's and then I was like, oh. A couple times. I remember sending Hugo through a crack in a wall to open a door. Yeah, it's it's few and far between your interactions but like that is with it Hugo. is it better or worse than in the first one where it's like, Hugo, hit the brake on that, like, the friggin' water wheel. And he pulls <laughs> the brake and he somehow can stop, like, this crazy water wheel and stuff that was a little far-fetched but still uh, the amount of times that you're using hugo as your companion here rather than just a guy who's uh your your brother holding your hand maybe that's in i think maybe that's a choice they made intentionally because it's every time it's just like he well he goes like everyone dies because of me i'm useless i'm a piece of shit (laughs) i'm like yeah you are a piece of shit So maybe it's intentional to be like, yeah, he is useless and he's just causing trouble for yeah. basically no reason. Because at this point, Amicia may as well be carrying around a huge piece of uranium. <laughs> God, eh? So anyways, we get through there and then we get into like, how long do you think it took him to build this temple? Like, oh, a thousand years? A thousand years for sure. Like then there's a giant pit with stairs and doors, side doors and shit. No, this is this is the giant pit with the bridge. Oh, the bridge, yes. So yeah. this is where I discovered something that I didn't remember or know about, where it was like, oh, this probably would have helped me earlier in the game. Cause you get to a point where you have to you have to get through the rats to get a stick. Yeah. So this whole thing is you pull the crank or you hit a crank, a bridge comes up. Most of a bridge comes up. And there's up. a few pieces that are stuck down. So we have to figure out how to get the rest of the pieces up so Hugo and Sophia can cross. And we have to fall down into the rats to look around. So we get down there and you break a chain and then the bridge piece goes up and you have to get your way through to the next chain piece. And there's like, you can see there's a brazier you can light. You light that, you drop down. And I thought the stack of sticks was just hay. Mm-hmm. So at first I was like, oh, let me hit it with the... Yeah, I thought it was hay as well. The the ignifier, it'll yeah. light on fire or whatever. So I'm like, okay, that didn't work. So then I'm like, well, what do I do next? So I'm like, okay, I'll draw the rats away so I can get a stick. So I use the noxium or whatever, mm-hmm. and I do it. And some of the rats go, but they don't all go. Yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe if I do it in a different spot. And then some of the rats go, but they don't <laughs> all go. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? So then I'm like, okay, let me see. I'll throw a, f- a pot. Mm-hmm. And it burns all the rats. They get scared away. But then when the fire starts to go out, you don't have enough time to get through. So I died. And then I'm like, well, let me shoot a crossbow bolt over there. So I shoot a crossbow bolt. And then it's like, well, the they're kind of not... The, the rats are kind of away from where I need to go. And it's like, well, let me have to use the Noxium to draw the rest away. And then some of the rats go... <laughs> So I died like four times here. I'm like, fuck, what am I doing wrong here? I'm trying Noxium bolts and like (laughs) (laughs) all sorts of shit. And then it was got, I was getting frustrated. So I'd be like, okay, I'd light the brazier on fire and then I'd jump down and then I'd like shoot a crossbow bolt over. And then I would like try to switch over to Noxium and I accidentally switched to the tar and I threw the tar at the arrow and it just like went (laughs) and made this giant light and scared all the rats away. And I was like, is that what I was supposed to do? Hmm. That would have made things easier. Yeah. Yeah. And then it cleared a path. You ran over, you grab the stick and you come back. And I was like, Oh my fucking God. I wish I would have remembered that tar (laughs) would like make a fire go uncontrollable. Hmm. I didn't have that. I didn't have a problem there. You know, so how I got, did you I got get stu- through? I can't remember how I did it, 
But it, I did shoot the arrow over there. And I think I just, uh, I don't know what I, I think I used a pot to go and grab the other sticks. Hmm. Yeah. So that was the other thing too, is like one of the times I finally got through, I grabbed the stick, but then I, when I went over to the fire, I hadn't lit the far fire on, I hadn't lit it remotely. Oh, yeah. So I almost made it to the brazier and then I fucking <laughs> it went out and I died. Oh. So then I was getting really frustrated and that's when I accidentally threw the tar at the <laughs> thing. And it was just like, wow, this is a game changer. So then on the way to the end where you have to push the cart uh-huh. and you can see treasures off the side. Yeah. It was just like, use a tar on the thing I'm pushing. The light's so huge. Just walk over, get the treasure, <laughs> come back to the cart, push it along, walk over, get the treasure. Hmm. So yeah, then I, I was like, treasure. so then I was like, is that what I could have done earlier in the game where I was setting guys on fire? Could I have hit them with tar afterwards? And then they would have just burnt to death. Cause I hit uh, them with no. tar first. No, that okay. won't work. Okay. I, don't, I don't think that'll work because I've done it before and it doesn't work. And there's a skill you unlock that makes it so if you throw a tar and uh, tar. Uh, no, you can make a pot that explodes and kills guys. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, I got all the treasure in there because I was like, I would just kept lighting the brazier with the tar <laughs> and it was just like a super blinding light. And Amici is just like, oh, my God, like blocking your hands. But if you told her to push the cart, she just would be like, no problem. Yeah. Push it, even though it was like exploding in her face. <laughs> yeah. So now now we're in the the tower that just goes down and it's just full on rat nest. Yeah. And uh, when you get down to the bottom, you find Basilius. His body has been yes. completely rat nested and he's just hanging from two pillars and chains. It yeah. looks, it's a cool, really cool set. It's piece. a cool it's set. Very, very Geiger-esque. As we were coming down and Hugo was like, I don't want to go. And then you, you have to carry Hugo. I can yeah. see like through the cracks of the wall. I'm like, what's that throbbing down there? <laughs> there's Something's a lot of throbbing. throbbing. It's like, this isn't good. So there's like rat boils that are throbbing with rats swimming in goo or something like that. Yeah. I don't so even know. So when we get down to the bottom and Basilius is there, we, we, I'm pretty sure we discover that this is the birthplace of the rats. This is where they're coming from. This is like the, the, well, the whole maybe. The crux of the... I don't know. When you, we found all those the designs and stuff earlier... They were like talking about how there was like different ones in like Asia and Africa and shit yeah. like that. So I'm wondering if there's just a bunch of different ones. Like if we would have found our way down deeper under the castle in France, like would there have been like a rat breeding ground? Yeah. This this is probably there might have been, but this is probably the original because Basilius is the first. Yeah. The first carrier. And so I think they couldn't control him. So they locked him up and this is where it happened. Yeah. The, the door was to keep the rats in, not the rats out. Yeah. But obviously it doesn't matter about the door because the rats just destroy the temple. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, they could have got out at any time. So we have to do a, like a crash bandicoot run up yeah. to get so, out. I when I when I walk around, I press forward on the left stick and I look around to move my character with the right. So I adjust uh-huh. the camera and then the character yep. follows. Right. Whereas generally. Yeah, generally. But here you can't do that. So the mm. first half of the run, you can do it. The second half of the when run, you're running when you towards go the through, camera, not not when you're going through the camera, when you're running away. Uh-huh. So when you're running up the stairs, you have camera control, and then all of a sudden it takes it away from you, without tell, uh, without any cutscene or anything, it just takes it away from you. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you have to move left and right with the left stick. And I didn't. I was like, why am I keep running into walls? Why won't the camera move? <laughs> I'm like, what the frig is going on? Oh yeah. And so I died at every checkpoint. 
every little checkpoint bit in this run just because of that because oh, it kept yeah. like doing it back and forth be yeah. like camera control no camera control camera control no camera control i did die a couple times um just because i got too close to the rats as they came out of the ground yeah but i i didn't have that problem anyways so uh i don't know I wasn't trying to, at least when you were running towards the camera, I definitely wasn't trying to control the camera because obviously yeah, you can't, that was a that fixed instance, view. Yeah, yeah. But and I think any of those chase scenes, they're a fixed view. So I don't think you control the camera in any of them. Not some of them. This one you could like at the start and halfway through. I don't remember. Could, I don't remember. Yeah, that, no, I don't think any of them else are. Yeah. But I didn't think that this was going to be a chase scene at the start. <laughs> when they were like, start running up the hill. Up yeah. The I was ramp. like, all right, well, let's just get out of here. But yeah. nope, chasing. Okay. For sure. Yeah. So then we get out. The temple's destroyed. And Sophia's like, yeah, we got a boat to get to. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and that's the end of the chapter. Yep. Um, no killing in this one. It was fine as a chapter. Yeah. It was it was whatever. <laughs> that yeah, this uh this whole game is turning into it's it's just okay. Yeah, the first one was way better. Yes. This one probably so looks far. better graphically, but yeah. I don't know. Like walking around the village and everything was nice in springtime. And yeah, everything. yeah, it looks great. Looked really nice. Yeah, the set pieces are really nice in this in this one. I don't know the story. Eh. Like it's, I don't I, know. Let's just let's just throw Hugo into the ocean. It's just it's just kind of a story. Like there's no big bad guy. There's that, no well, that we know of yet. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that we know of yet. Yeah. And I mean, we're in chapter 12. Well, next, I mean, and there's only 16 chapters. Isn't like, the bad guy going to be what's his name that we fucking sold out after he took us to the island here? I don't, don't know. Don't you think he's going to come and kill us or is try he, to? Is he going to be as good as a bad guy as the, the bishop? Well, I mean, no, because we haven't heard anything about him. Yeah. Or like maybe it's the count and the countess. Like, did they survive? Like, who the fuck knows? Yeah, I don't know. Like, are they going to be like, we're there's only four chapters left. Is there going to be a bad guy? Is there going to be a bad guy? Like, what is this storyline even building Does up to? Does it need a bad guy? I don't know if it needs a bad guy, but the way the first one ended with the bad guy, that was pretty epic. Yeah. That's that like totally epic. game tropey, though. Like, yeah, we need the last boss that can summon rat I tornadoes. Mean, yeah, and it is game tropey. But like, what is this? What is the ending even building up to? You fight Hugo. You fight, you fight Hugo at the end. And he does keep complaining about voices in his head and shit like that. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe Hugo is the big bad guy. Uh, well, obviously he's the bad guy. <laughs> everybody dies because of him. So like, anywhere they should he goes, everybody dies. <laughs> Just kick him off the boat, throw him into the ocean. <laughs> Fucking live your life. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Very crazy. You know what else is crazy? No. Patreon.com forward slash stream void pod. I've heard of uh, it. You can get in there. You can throw some money at the screen. You can help support this podcast and uh, the people who uh, create it. That's us. That is us. Yes. That's For crazy. only a dollar a month, you get access to all of the bonus content, the pre-show content, the post-show content, the exclusive videos, which we're due to make one. And we should probably yeah, do that this month. I was, I've been thinking about that. Like what, what we're going to do, when we're going to do, and how we're going to do it, basically. Like, do we want to like drive to stores and do like a deep dive, check them out and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, Record we could. it as we, we sh- do it. Well, we should be able way. to live stream it. Or record it too for the video. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we could do that. Anyways, we should figure it out. It's been we've been promising it for like two months now. So. Yes, but uh, yeah, it's been a little hectic with everything. That's the season and everything. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, Injuries. we can totally do that. Yeah. Just go. We just need to figure out where film. to actually do the taste testing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I 
yeah, like I said, we could do it here and just like do it in the basement. Yeah, and just set up so. a hot plate. It'd probably be the easiest. Green thing to screen do. it. Green screen it. Fake kitchen in behind. Yeah. <laughs> that would probably be the easiest thing <laughs> yeah. to do. Let's do that. Let's do that. All right, guys, stay tuned for that. Patreon.com forward slash stream void pod. Yes. Let's talk about the news. Sure. First up, Not a whole, the title a of this uh, this uh, podcast here, Wizards yeah. of the Coast faces backlash with over 10,000 complaints recorded. Yeah, Wizards of the Coast is always fucking shit up. So, well, I mean, is it Wizards of the Coast? Not really. It's Hasbro. Yeah, Hasbro it's, it's is Wizards Hasbro. of the Coast. So, because Wizards of the Coast, if it was just the way they were, it would be just, they would, it'd be like smooth sailing, right? Yeah, yeah. But they're owned by Hasbro. Hasbro's like, we want profits. So they're yeah. trying to profitize everything. Yeah. So they're planning to impose a 25% royalty on third party sales. So the, the, the whole thing with this is, is like back, in the days of D&D, you had Dungeons and Dragons, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, and then the third edition came out, D&D mm-hmm. third edition. And they had a thing called the Open Gaming License, yeah. where you could make your own supplements for D&D, where you use the D&D rules, but you couldn't publish a copy of the rules, basically. So you yeah. couldn't like put the stats for a fighter in your book, but you could like make things like additional magic items using the rules of D&D as their set out in the open gaming license. But if wizards liked what you did, they could republish it as a generic sort of thing, basically. Yeah. And I think that's how it worked back in the day. And it worked out really well for D&D. D&D was huge back in the 3 and 3.5 days because there's so many companies came up and they started doing their own D&D supplements. And I think We're, Pathfinder is one of those. Well, Pathfinder came out of that, basically. Pathfinder yeah. came out because when 4.0 D&D was coming out, they were like, no, we're getting rid of the open gaming license. We're not going to have it for 4.0. D&D is its own thing. So Pathfinder was like, well, we're going to spin off of 3.0 and make Pathfinder based off of the open gaming license. So that's where Pathfinder came from. And then when 5.0 came out, they were like, oh, we kind of fucked it up. No one was making 4.0 stuff, which hurts their bottom line. Yeah. Because the more stuff that's made that is compatible with D&D, you have to buy the Dungeon Master Guide and the Player's Handbook yep. to play it. So with 5.0, they, they went back on it, open gaming license. Everybody was happy. You can make stuff for 5.0. I always look at... I'm like old school D&D guy. So when I hear stuff about like 5.0 and it's like, oh, yeah... You can be like half you can be like half dragon in it and stuff like that and all these weird race classes and stuff. I'm just like, that's not really D&D to me. <laughs> but they would have all this stuff, whatever. So then they're trying to do another D&D version, like 6.0. And they want to go back on their open gaming license. They want to revoke it and they want to have it so if you make anything for D&D, technically Wizards of the Coast basically owns it. They can republish it without giving you any money <coughs> and you have to pay to make stuff for D and D and stuff like that. Like Pathfinder and stuff. They don't have to pay like a licensing fee. Yeah. Really. Um, so they, there was a drafted version of the new gaming license that came out, like was leaked basically. And everyone lost their mind. Cause it's so terrible for creators. <laughs> yeah. And people were, canceling their so apparently i've never looked into it D beyond is like the tabletop version electric for you to play D, where you can like subscribe to have the books and shit but you can also like buy 
it's almost sounds like a game where you'll buy like a class so you can play it and stuff like that. That's weird. And people were canceling their D&D Beyond subscriptions and they had so many cancellations that Hasbro was like, holy fuck, we screwed it up here. <laughs> so they released a statement saying like, because so many people are complaining like, oh, we're not doing that. You know, we heard that you, we heard you guys. We're going back on it. We're going to do it the way it was before. And we're not changing this because you complain so much. We, you know, you guys think you won, but we won too. It's like a win-win for everybody. And people are kind of like, what the fuck is going on with these D&D guys? It's been a whole, like, fucked up thing. So, like, because of this, the Paizo publishing company, the guys that do Pathfinder, they're like, oh, we're going to make our own open gaming license, like, role-playing system to take over for this. And then there's another company that said they're going to do one. Like, all these companies that were doing 5.0 stuff... They're like, we're, you know, done with D&D now. We're going to do our own thing, hmm. which hurts the bottom line for D&D. Yeah. They've lost a lot of goodwill here. So it looks like with the subscriptions to D&D Beyond, yeah. you have to buy all the books digitally. Yeah. And you can only use the books that you have purchased if you're on a basic plan. If you're yeah. on a master plan, then you can share any books that you've purchased with other people. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I guess it makes it easier for like... I guess bonuses adding up and stuff. You don't have to manually do it, but like that sounded demented to me when I heard it. I was like, I would never do that. I would never buy a D and D book digitally to use it in their thing. Like you can only use it in D and D beyond. Like, no, I don't think so. That seems, I mean, people subscribed for a lot of things. now. I guess I'm, I'm I'm a boomer. I don't know if I was, if I was deep into the D and D and I wanted to do it, sure. I'd do it. But, yeah, but what uh, happens when 6.0 comes out and they're like, oh, we're not doing 5.0 anymore. That's that's old news. That's old hat. Book. I mean, you buy your new book just like you would yeah, but if like, you were wanting you, to play no, 6.0. Yeah, but none of the old books work with it. Yeah, I mean, it's games as a service now. Just... Ah, fuck that, dude. <laughs> like, if if it came time for me to play D&D, like, if I was going to be like, I'm going to run a campaign or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not buying any new fucking books. I got 3.0. I got Pathfinder. <laughs> I got 3.5. I don't need any more fucking books. Yeah, but that's if you're going to play it the old school way. Yeah, but what's the new school way? How is it different? You roll it's, a dice? It's all online. No, but if I'm playing in person. Oh, yeah. If you're playing in person, there's no old new school way. It's always the old school way. So, like, what am but I But if gonna... you want to play the new 6.0 system, you got to upgrade the books. Yeah, but I don't want to play this. Like, what's like, why would I upgrade to 6.0? Like, what's the difference between 3.0 and 6.0? That's a good question. What like, is the difference? The rules are more streamlined. Is it like any other game where it's like it, the further along you go, it's the dumber it is? Probably. Like, if you look back at eight, like D&D second edition, it's like, what's your Thacko? And then they're like <laughs> yeah. 3.0. They're like, get rid of that shit. We don't need any of that Thacko shit. And now what it is? What is it? You don't roll 1d20 to hit. It's like you roll the <laughs> you flip a coin, two sided dice. <laughs> Yeah. Think of it, let's talk about Warhammer 40k, or Warhammer in general, like model building Okay. Warhammer. They are constantly updating the rules, they're constantly yes. updating all that kind of stuff, but, and bringing in new stuff, but, but if you want to play in any tournaments... But aren't they all compatible? No. Like, isn't it when they bring in the new army, it just has its own rule no, book that they, work with the other ones? they updating the rule book so that suddenly now your models are illegal, and now you have to die oh, new that, models. Oh, that's big time bullshit right there. That's, <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's some the big way time. they do it I guess it they're there. doing it like a collectible card game. But that's, that's I would compare that more to Magic than D&D. 
Yeah. I wouldn't compare that to D&D. That's I, more like Magic. No, I, but that's like Magic the Gathering. That's like, oh, the new set came out. Your set is no good anymore. You need oh, the yeah, new well, set. Yeah, that's true. Warhammer's that, that, like, that, your that new models like come out, the old ones are no good. That's more of a D&D or a Magic, magic. thing to me than D&D. Yeah. But like... I mean, no one, no one is forcing you to play 6 Ed, but if you want to play online, then perhaps you have to use 6 Ed. With, with their D&D Beyond system anyway. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Anyways, so the main problem was, yeah, they want to change the open gaming license so they so Hasbro can make more money off of the other people making stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just like you plan. Uh, I guess it doesn't work with Destiny because, you know, you, you can still play Destiny one. But if you yeah. want to play the new stuff, you have to play Destiny two. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and what could you even compare well. it to? Really? I don't. Mm, yeah, that's a good question. Like. I mean, there's. I guess there's if nothing they, to compare it to, really. No, if they shut the Destiny One servers down immediately following Destiny 2's release, then you could compare it to that. But they, but don't. I mean, still even up. then, like, that's. I mean, it's that's it's forcing you to buy new yeah, stuff. But that's like every year they do that with Madden. Like, <laughs> that's just the way it is. But it, but like, you could still play the old Madden. I mean, offline, but you can't do it. You can't do oh, it. Oh yeah, you can't do it online. Oh, but okay. like, couldn't you play Destiny One offline? I mean, yes. I don't I mean, know. You could still play Destiny One online. Yeah, I know, but like... No, Destiny, there... Destiny 1, you have to play online okay. all the time. Yeah, yeah, but that'd Same be just you. like, I don't know, there's like, we're not doing this MMO anymore. Sorry, it shut down. Whatever. Yeah. It's more like, I don't know, Roblox maybe? But even like Roblox, you know, they give you the tools to make a game and they take a cut. Yeah. But I guess it's more like... A deep cut. It's more like uh, Wizards of the Coast made an open gaming license that wasn't good for them. Like, if they could go back in time, there would never be an open gaming license. Yeah. The first open gaming license would have been like, oh, you want to make a book for us? You pay us 25. You want to use our rules? 25% fee. Yeah. But they didn't do that because they had to grow the hobby. Now the hobby's so big, they think like, well, we need to get a piece of that pie. (laughs) So, because that's the other thing too, is like, I I haven't bought a and d book since 3.5 or Pathfinder or whatever. But everything I read online is people say that they... The stuff from Wizard of the Coast, D&D, like lore books and all that shit. They're basically the worst ones out of anything <laughs> made for the open gaming license. Yeah. Where like all the other third party ones are way better. Hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, I do sort of miss playing D&D, but stories like this just make me be like, fuck those guys, man. <laughs> fuck those guys. Yeah, there it goes. So, yeah. Uh, anything that is currently uh, released under the OGL 1.0 system will remain unaffected. Uh, and they want to have greater control over homebrew content. Uh, yeah, they said the reason why is they don't want like racist stuff using the open gaming license. Like if you made like a friggin' thing to murder minorities or something like that <laughs> using the open gaming license, they don't want that. Yeah. Or like they had like a weird, there was a weird open gaming sex one they were making where it was like all about like chances to catch a disease or get a woman <laughs> pregnant or what happens if a dragon fucks a goat and stuff yeah. like that <laughs> so they say that's the reason why they want control of it but nah, yeah that's not they the just they why. just want a 25 percent cut because there's a lot of content being made out there using their rule systems that they just want yeah. they just want to cut you'll still the content creator will still own that content they just want you know they yeah. want 25 cents in the dollar yeah it's a uh, very weird i wouldn't mind like looking at how the rules work in 5.0 just to see like what exactly changed but i know that they're always talking about like 
there's you can be a half dragon and there's like these weird classes and shit and I'm like that's just not for me D and D wise. I mean it's up I think it's up to the game master whether they want to play with that kind of. Oh yeah, like BS. if I was like running a fifth edition like campaign using the fifteenth edition rules, yeah. none of that shit would be in there. No, no, I'd be like, no, you can't be a half dragon. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fit the storyline I'm trying to tell here. I mean, I don't usually play that way when I'm running a thing. It's not like the storyline I'm trying to tell. But it's just like that doesn't work for me. Yeah. Like, I don't want that. I mean, I guess it is the story I want to tell. I don't want to deal with a half dragon. Yeah. Or I don't want to deal with like, I don't know what it would be like your emo weirdo like character type (laughs) that you want to do. Like you want to have a campaign that's balanced that you're not going to have one overpowered character. Well, I'm sure I'm sure the rules are in the 6.5.0 are not like palladium rules rifts where it's like I'm a glitter boy. (laughs) (laughs) It's more like, I'm sure the half dragon is even Steven with all the others. Tempered. <laughs> but it's just like that doesn't fit with my vision of a fantasy world. Yeah. So like there'd be like dwarf, halfling, human, elf, <laughs> half elf, or even even half orc in third edition. I was like, I don't know, but okay. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Anyways. We will see how it goes. They might just back out right away. Who knows? This but, might be the rise of like them not being like all, you know, number one anymore. Like yeah. Pathfinder, maybe, or whatever they call their thing they're going to make. Maybe the default rule set. Yeah. Who knows? Those guys make a bunch of money. They've been doing it for like, tw- excuse me, like 20 years now. So obviously they can make it work. So, yep. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens in the future. Yes. Speaking of the future, uh-huh. Google is going to release self-serve tools to enable Bluetooth connections on the Stadia controller. So that your Stadia tool. Yeah. So you're going to be able to, I guess, crack your Stadia controller to accept regular Bluetooth connections so that you can use it as a Bluetooth oh, controller. Oh, because it wouldn't connect normally? Yeah, it's, it won't be a normal Bluetooth. So now you can make it a normal Bluetooth controller. Use it normally so it's not just a waste of plastic that's just I sitting was in just your like... basement. Why wouldn't they just like make a driver? <laughs> but I guess if it's got some weird, it, it's probably Bluetooth got some weirder thing. stuff on it. Okay, so this would be like a program you download, plug in your Stadia controller, yeah, hit it execute. The firmware. It'll like send a squirt over to it, update the firmware, and then you can use it. Yeah, I've never held a Stadia controller. Me neither. I wonder if it would be like a comfortable controller to it use. It looks like an Xbox V Xbox layout, but with a uh, PlayStation controller. Let's take a look here. Yeah, and, uh, it doesn't. I don't like the look of it too much. I'm sure it would be okay, but uh, it's got no. It's more of a PlayStation controller because the the analog sticks are, are on the, the middle? same spot. Oh yeah, they are. They're not offset like uh, the Xbox yeah, yeah. one. And don't worry, they are releasing one final game before Stadia shuts down. Oh boy! Yeah. Looks like a worms, a worm eating thing. Well, is like, it uh, free to play? I don't know. Because they're refunding all the Stadia games. I know. It's got to be free to play. Oh, my God. Why would you release that? Why would you even bother? Just I don't know. They just the developers probably like, hey, just slam this out for me. I guess if it's like free. available on Steam as well or something like that. Yeah, it's like a free know. demo on Stadia. I'd be like, yeah, I'll buy the <laughs> Steam version or something. Who knows? Uh. I mean, hopefully, I, hopefully this like makes it so it actually works just no problems, just as like a 
regular like Xbox controller, more or less. Yeah, I mean, that's what they're touting it will do. Because that'd be so. a real pain if it ended up acting like a PS4 controller. <laughs> yeah, PS4 controllers. You got to download a separate program just to get those to work on your PC. I think the PS5 ones are better, but I don't know. I'd still, I'd rather use an Xbox controller yeah, any day of the week. Too. I think they fit better. I just like it more. Yeah. I'd like to try the Stadia one just to see how it feels. But uh, yeah. I mean, the only way I'm ever going to try that now is if I find one at the thrift store or something. <laughs> yeah. But like how many Stadias do you think here are like in town? It can't Probably be that like many. Zero. Nah, there's got to be more. There's, there's got to be at least bunch. five. At least five. I'm sure a bunch of those hardcore dudes got them. And I'm sure someone was just like, oh, from Google, it can't fail. <laughs> it's like, Buddy, they uh, Google cancels shit all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. So, yeah. Good on them anyways. They didn't have to do that. They sure did. But, didn't. like, that's a lot of landfill. It sure is. <laughs> so. Or is it a lot of landfill? Yeah. I guess probably not. If it was a lot of landfill, it probably would have been still working. <laughs> yeah. If they wouldn't have canceled it. <laughs> yeah. So. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Mm-hmm. Next up. Yes. Lost Ark Steam ban wave hits inactive players with cheat claims. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a lot of a lot of clamping down on bot accounts. A lot of people who haven't uh, played in the last little while might have found that their uh, game their accounts were banned. So rather than just deleting the accounts, Amazon Games was like, "Ah, oh, let's just give them a ban from the game." Mm-hmm. And it ends up being like a like a black mark on your Steam account. Like your VAT band, basically. Oh, VAT band, yeah. Because a guy was posting on the Reddit forums like, oh, my 13-year-old account is now uh, garbage because of the fucking Lost Ark. And he got this ban for being inactive. He could appeal it. Yeah, they are. They're they're rolling it back now, they've said. And uh, they're doing appeals and everything like that because they shouldn't have done it that way. Oh, yeah, 100% not. It's like some intern was like, oh, it's a lot of work to delete these counts. Like, I'll just hit, them, <laughs> hit the ban button on them all. We'll just ban them all. That's fine. I didn't get banned, thankfully. Yeah, that's good. But I only played Lost Ark for like 10 minutes. Because <laughs> I got into it and was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way this controls. Because <laughs> it plays like Diablo, basically. Yeah. Clicking around everywhere. No, thank you. <laughs> Use a controller and... Uh... Play it like Path. Yeah, I mean, but even Path of Exile, the controller didn't work too good with it, so. No, I think that's the best way to play Path of Exile. No, no, no. I mean, on PC, getting it to work with a oh, controller oh. didn't work too good. At least when I tried. I had to, like, install some weird program because it didn't have controller support. Oh, weird. It just worked for me. When did you try it? Uh, When we were talking about trying it, like, years ago. No, I had to, like, do some weirdo shit with the... It wouldn't work properly. Yeah, it just worked for me. It works great on the deck as well. Yeah, okay, maybe they added it in. It worked fine on Xbox. Like that's the way I had to play it, basically. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I like saw this account like this this article and I was like, oh fuck, I better look at my Steam account. And no, it was fine. Yeah, good. Yeah, I was not I wasn't like that worried. Like I mean, I my Steam account's old and shit, but like I mean, I own a few games on there, but like nothing that I've spent like full dollars on, I don't think. Yeah. Isn't Lost Ark? Oh, it is free. Yes. What's the one that's not free? From Amazon? Oh, it's from New somebody. World. New World. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one you have to buy. Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never bought like a full price really game type game on Steam. I don't play PC games. Yeah, I bought a lot. 
Like the only thing I bought New World, but that was only like thirty dollars or forty dollars or whatever. Yeah. But other than that, it's not like I'm like, oh yes, yeah, sweet, finally. I yeah. can play Grand Theft Auto on my PC. It's like no. <laughs> I usually wait for a sale. Because the, the sales are always coming. Like your game is gonna go on sale sooner or later. If yeah. you're not if you're not, you know, super keen on playing it right away, it's gonna go on sale. But like even for a regular game that I want to buy, I'm like, no, I'll buy that on Xbox. Yeah. I'm not buying it on PC. Unless it's like I don't know, something that you have to play with mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. Like I would I would never play Minecraft with a controller. <laughs> no. But it's like awful. Playing, unless it's a VR controller, then it's okay. Playing No Man's Sky is superior with a controller, in my opinion. I played both ways. But again, I those are on Game Pass. <laughs> so I don't even need to be <laughs> yeah. buy them. And even like the only full type ga- price game I bought, I think was I think I bought Satisfactory when it was full price. And I bought that on Epic, so Yeah, me too. Me too. So, but I don't know. That was probably the only full price game I've bought on Epic. I've bought two games on Epic. I bought that in Among Trees. Yeah, but you bought Alan Wake. Uh, did I? No, I got that for free. I played it on Game Pass. No, you didn't. Didn't I? No, it didn't come to Game Pass because I bought it too. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, accounts not banned. If you got banned, that sucks, but they're rolling them back, so you'll be okay. Yep. All right. Next up, uh-huh. 61 gigs of Team Fortress 2 maps, models, and more have been leaked. And apparently that's like the rest of it. That has that's everything? There's that's nothing everything else? now. There's, no, there's nothing else to leak. So is this from the like last thing? They just held it in their back pocket? I guess. I don't know who leaked it or what but yeah this is this is the rest of everything that had not been leaked yet has been yeah. leaked there's a lot of weird shit in there too like screenshots of people's desktops and stuff like that <laughs> like they're working on team fortress like logos and stuff and they took a screenshot of their desktop <laughs> and that's somehow in the the leak yeah uh yeah prototype maps models different uh skills and abilities that they were working on for team fortress 2 that will never happen now um it's pretty crazy. It's cool that this sort of thing happens so you can see like, oh, that's an interesting thing, like the yeah. history of it. Yeah. But it sucks balls that it happened because it is a monetary like loss for the company. Yeah, for sure. But um, uh, there, there's a lot of stuff that they weren't planning on implementing. No, I know. But there. like maybe and then, like modders are like, oh, maybe we'll just put it in. But like say that thing didn't end up in Team Fortress. Maybe it ends up in Team Fortress 3. Like maybe it's something they're keeping in their back pocket. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, it's out there. What do you mean Team Fortress 3? Well, that Valve doesn't do threes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But like they're not updating Team Fortress 2 anymore. Nope. So, so I mean, it's fine if they're not updating Team Fortress Two now. Yeah, but like, I mean, I guess they weren't. They weren't gonna. They weren't planning on making money off any of this content anyway. No, but like again, maybe they were like Team Fortress Three. Maybe that was something that was gonna be in the works for it. Could be, but who knows? Valve right? and Three is I not mean, a thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Maybe the next thing is just Team Fortress, but like, you know. They do still, I know that it's like the joke, <laughs> Valve doesn't make games. They fucking work on Dota all the time. <laughs> like all the fucking time they're updating Dota. Yeah. So like, it's not like they don't actually make games. Well, they update games. They but I mean, like they, they do, they do. So like they could technically, like why wouldn't they still, tons of people play Team Fortress still. Oh yeah. So like they could still do it. Yeah. 
They could be making money on it. Yep. And they made Aperture Desk Job. That's technically a game. Yeah, but like I'm talking like a multiplayer like game, game, game. Yeah. Like Counter Strike. Don't they still work on that? Uh, that's Counter Strike Go, and I don't think it's Valve. It's cool. It's not. No, I don't. Oh. Th- I don't think Counter Strike Go is made by Valve. Okay, I'm, I'm mistaken. Not entirely there. sure. But yeah, it's just weird to me. I know they make a lot of money from their, you know, game sales from other companies, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. You'd think they'd use some of that money to bankroll some thing. Oh, <laughs> it's Valve. It is Valve? Yeah, it is Valve. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um like why don't they why don't they make games? They do. They just come out few and far between. Yeah, but why don't they do spend some more of their money? Like Valve's a privately owned company. Like yes. Gabe owns it. It's he's it's Gabe's in, company. He's in charge of it and everything. Mm-hmm. Like you don't think he would be like Let's make some games. I like games. Maybe he doesn't like games anymore. I don't know. He likes hardware. Does so he? until he doesn't make, they don't, Valve doesn't make game a game until there's hardware to show it off. Yeah, but or like, there's, what they was, make it, they make a I game mean, to show off the hardware. I don't know if that's hundred percent true, but I think they don't make a game unless it brings something new to the or, table or software. Yeah. It's yeah. got to bring something new to the table. Like, uh, half-life, half-life engine, half-life two. Half-Life, Half-Life Source engine. Uh, yeah, but it's Half-Life not even Alex. just the engine. It's also the gameplay. Like, there was no first-person shooter like Half-Life before There Half-Life. sure wasn't. So that was more, like, the engine was fine, but it's more like, this is what a first-person shooter can be. Same thing with Portal. It's like, this is a puzzle first-person game. Like, this is not something you've ever seen before. Yeah. Until Half-Life there's, Alex, until there's yes. something, like, groundbreakingly amazing. I mean, what was have. groundbreaking about Team Fortress 2? Uh, this- just multiplayer yeah but that no, team fortress I, no, was not, multiplayer. and team fortress 2 is just source engine yeah no i know but i'm just saying like they don't always do it as if it's some groundbreaking thing like what was artifact is that what it was called yeah their artifact. card game yeah that was supposed to be groundbreaking yeah but yeah, anyways whatever <laughs> yeah it was groundbreaking in a friggin' 60 dollar <laughs> free to play game so uh yeah i'd like to see them do something I would have to think they're going to do a Team Fortress 3. Or it's just called Team Fortress. As a games as a service Team Fortress, like, uh, yeah. like COD yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do you know they still update Dota? Like huh? the original Dota? Original Dota? Like Warcraft 3 Dota still gets updated? Hmm. Interesting. Like the mod that Dota is based off of? Yeah. Yeah. It still gets updated. There you go. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> Uh, and one other thing not related to this. Do you remember when Apex Legends had the third player mode, third, third person mode? No. You played it on stream. I remember it. I remember yep. you running around as Gibraltar and it was in third person. Yeah. Don't remember. Yeah. Anyways, I remember that's it. how, that's how memorable it was. It looked hilarious because you were running around. It looked like you were running so slow because his <laughs> animations are so slow. Yeah. Because he takes big steps. I was just thinking of that last night. I was like, yeah, I remember <laughs> when Apex was the, had a limited time third person mode. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Eh, I probably played it a lot, but yeah, I don't really I don't remember it. you playing it a lot, but I remember watching you play it. I was just like, oh my God. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of third person shooters when it's like competitive like that. Yeah. Just, just not a fan. Fair enough. Speaking of, speaking of something else I'm not a fan of. Oh. The original uh, Nintendo Zelda has been recreated in VR. And the article says it's glorious. And Was like, it glorious? It looks more like Barf Simulator to me. 
Yeah, it didn't look. It looks awful. Uh, it looked, yeah. This is from NintendoLife.com, so I wonder why they were hyping up this Nintendo thing so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it had too much. The, it's VR, whatever, and it looks, you go into the dungeon and you're fighting an Octorok, whatever, and it's kind of in an 8-bit style, but it's like Minecraft-looking sword, basically. Yeah. Um, but, like, why was Head Bob turned on? I think Head Bob is turned on just to make it less barf simulator does that make it less or i don't more? know i it might make it more. more it looked like oh, if I was, oh yeah now that i'm thinking about it probably make it more barf yeah. simulator if uh if i was playing it in first person just not vr but first person zelda the first thing would be like turn that fucking head bob off <laughs> man i don't need that shit um but this looked like head bobbing and you're walking around the dungeon and it looked like i mean it wasn't really Zelda like the the like mobs mobs the bad guys were like moving around in the 3d space diagonally and stuff like that which is something that doesn't happen yeah definitely not so it just was totally it's not it's not the same thing really no it looked interesting but it looked like a minecraft mod basically <laughs> Yeah, I it was very, you know, blocky, very pixely, but I mean, that's what the Nintendo It's basically was. like they took the 2D sprite and then had it, because like in Zelda, when you're looking top down, there everything's flat, but you're seeing like the side view of something. You're not yeah. seeing the head of the bat. Yeah. You're seeing like a flat bat flying around, basically. So that's what they did is they just took the sprite of the bat and made it in the game flying around, basically. Yeah. And it seems really hard to hit them with your little powered up master sword shooting out its bolts yeah but it also looked a lot like doom where it's like you can't look up or down (laughs) (laughs) you just shoot and it hits whatever's in front of you basically oh man yeah not being able to look up and down in vr when you're like trying to look up and down doesn't do it you're like yeah exactly so uh i haven't played the legend of zelda the original one in a long fucking time i love that kid i love that game when i was a kid i love that kid (laughs) i love that kid when i was a game yeah, I loved it when I was a kid. I played the shit out of it. Yeah. And then I think I never played a Zelda from the Super Nintendo one until Wind Waker. I skipped all the N64 ones. No, weird. I didn't really have an N64 when it was out. Yeah. So. The N64. Uh, the only Zelda I've ever finished Ocarina? is on the N64. Or Majora's Ocarina. Mask. No, Ocarina. I've been thinking I might get it for oh, the maybe Switch. maybe I did finish Majora's Mask. I might get I'm it for the sure. Switch and play it. I've been watching the Ludo Lads play it on YouTube and it's like, oh yeah. Maybe I'll check this out. Yeah, it's good. Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Anyways, yeah, I would not play this fucking bullshit VR Zelda. No, it's me not neither. glorious. The headline's a lie. Yeah, headline is definitely a Way lie. Way to go, Nintendo Life. <laughs> uh, Left for Dead. Uh-huh. Our last article. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The Left for Dead prototype uh, Counter Strike map was leaked. Really? It's it's I don't know how you know true this is, but it's a, a playable version of a Counter Strike map that inspired the zombie FPS has appeared online. It's like uh, I don't know if this is correct. If if a Counter Strike map did it, but you know who knows. Well, I think there's a quote in there from one of the developers saying they were fucking around in Counter Strike and they made. Oh yeah, there it is. Zombie terror or something yeah. like that. While we were developing bots for Counter Strike Source, we discovered that a few of us armed to the teeth with automatic weaponry against thirty knife wielding enemy bots was a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Just mowing them down. Yeah, and they called the mo- the thing terror zombie or zombie terror or something terror strike. 
I can't remember. Um, yeah, it looked interesting. That's how, like, you know, same thing with Dota. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah. I just sprang out of, like, a Warcraft 3 mod. Yep. And a whole game came out of it. Yeah. Same thing with uh, this. And I guess I guess Portal wasn't a, a mod. It was just a small game that they turned into Portal. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting to see, like, the progression of how things happen. Yeah, for a sure. Small idea, and it just balloons into a full thing. Yeah, there's a video you can watch on the uh, on the thing if you want to Google it out. It's it's pretty interesting. Another non three from Valve. Yep, Left for Dead. <laughs> yep. They really like to get to the two, the two yep. mark, the two, and that's it. Half Life Two, Episode Two. Yep. Half Life Two. Yeah, so Portal they couldn't. Two. They, they didn't want to do Half Life. Two guess, episode three. Yeah. <laughs> Threes are not aesthetically pleasing, I guess. <laughs> they I guess can't. So. They can't put a three. They just get bored of it and they're like, "Eh, two's good enough." That's not bother. We don't want to wreck it with the three. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a Portal Three like at Valve, like they were working on. It's just like it's not. It doesn't add anything new to it. Yeah, and they're like, "Nah, forget it." Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I mean, Left for Dead. I don't know. Back for Blood tried to do it. Didn't really set the world on fire. Sure didn't. But is that because it wasn't enough like Left 4 Dead or is it because they tried to do all that weird like leveling up shit and the leveling up stuff probably could have the made cards it. and stuff. Yeah, that they probably could have made it better. Yeah. Well, that would have made Left 4 Dead better. I played a lot of Left 4 Dead. I didn't need any Back for Blood. Yeah. I had my fill with Left 4 Dead. I mean, in order to get it into, you know, a new audience's hands, I think the they tried, but I don't think that kind of game plays right now for new players, for like the younger audience. You know, you don't think so? It's it's just not enough. They just COD, need not enough. Well, what about Fortnite? You know, what about uh, that fucking horror game everybody plays, Dead by Daylight? Yeah, not enough Dead by Daylight. But isn't that kind of what Back for Blood is? No, minus it's the completely different asymmetrical part of it. Yeah, the but Back for Blood. Well, is I know just, it's four v one in yeah. Dead by Daylight, but it's still like four v the bad guy. Yeah, Back for Blood and and Left for Dead are linear storyline things with action elements, whereas yeah. whereas uh, Dead by Daylight is just escape, yeah. escape, escape the one little area. I don't know. Isn't it like Borderlands basically? No, no. It's it's just like you have one small map. And you have to do certain tasks on it in order to open up the exit while the killer tries to kill everybody. No, but I meant like Borderlands compared to Back for Blood. Like multiplayer killing bad guys progressing through the level. That's a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> when guess you say so. it like that. But like <laughs> you when you say like kids don't have they don't I just care don't about think... that anymore. It's like I think the game was just not good. It was just, the problem. I just don't think the zombie genre is a popular genre when they released it. Not anymore, that's not for sure. Not anymore. I think zombies have been played out. Yeah, I guess that's why they're not zombies in Left The Last of Us. Yeah. They're fungus... Fungaloids? Fungal zombies. <laughs> yeah. They're zombies, come yeah. on. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys, that's going to bring us to the end of this podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and listening to the 112th episode of yes, the wow. Stream Void Pod. Erotic. Yes. If you liked what you heard, make sure to leave a like, make sure to rate us, and definitely go ahead and share us with a friend if you've made it to the end of the podcast. Yes. And I'm glad you did. Yes. <laughs> so, and like I always say, we'll see you guys again in one week's time. Goodbye. Bye.